Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. You're listening to The Strata, a Beyond the Dark production. Season 8, Army of One. Part Climb up the grid node is one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in this anxious life of mine. Not because of the physical exertion, but because of what it means to pull myself higher and higher up the tower. Each rung of the ladder takes me further away from the ones I love, and now the comms have cut out. I have nothing left to occupy my thoughts but my own voice in my head, telling me how I should have done things differently. From the look Halliwell gave me earlier, it's clear that I won't be climbing back down. The radiation up here will kill me. Maybe not as fast as someone else, but it'll kill me just the same. Especially since I'm already weaker than usual. Somewhere along the way, I figured there'd be a chance for goodbyes. That once I'd finished the job, I'd have a moment to hear Jimena's or Sienna's voice again. Time enough for even just a few words. But now that's not going to happen. I'm alone until the end. And wish as I might, there's nothing I can do to change that. I keep climbing, as much as I hate myself for doing it, and as I get to the top, I suddenly realize that the hardest part is still yet to come. Hello, Rust. I was hoping you might be the one climbing up to see me. Carver? What the hell? Oh, now, don't act so surprised. Surely you had to know I wasn't going to allow this pathetic plan of yours to see fruition. <laughs> what plan? 
You're trying to install some kind of signal blocker, aren't you? Trying to prevent me from talking to my soldiers. Halliwell double-crossed us. I knew it! Not at all. He was never on my side to begin with. Our goals never aligned. I'm sure he wants to see me fail as much as you do. So how'd you figure it out? We knew this was the only weakness in our whole operation. Luckily, there's an easy fix. Just smash the expansion slots on the transmitter. Turn it into a closed system. That way, there's no chance of you jacking in and changing anything. In fact, I was about to do just that when I heard you coming up behind me. But why you? Why not just send one of your goats? Hagmire tried it, but the radiation up here seems to play havoc with their implants. Renders them incapable of carrying out the task. So I had to do this one myself. Gnarly's gone to the other main tower to do the same. We knew these would be your most likely targets. That's why you overran the Millicon checkpoint. You weren't trying to get anything out of Dakerton. That was you and Gnarly coming in. <laughs> Very good, Rust. You're catching up. <laughs> I didn't think you'd be the kind to sacrifice yourself like this. Sacrifice? You have no idea what you're messing with up here, do you? Please, go ahead and explain. As soon as you open that housing, you're gonna get fried by radiation. Oh, that? I already knew about that. And while I appreciate your concern, you have no need to worry. I'll be fine. Go ahead, see what happens. You'll be cooked. This body has been engineered to withstand more punishment than you might realize. I've had a lot of enhancements over the years, and that makes me a lot tougher than your average Joe. I might get scorched a little, but after a short nap in a regen tank, I'll be better than ever, which is more than I can say for you. Yeah? We'll see about that. <sighs> Hey, Carlita. What's wrong, sweetie? Why aren't you playing your game? I'm worried about my mommy. And Rust and Emily. And the others, too. Oh, you don't need to worry about them. They're going to be fine. And so are we. But I heard someone saying that lots of people are dying out on the street. Your mommy and Rust will be careful. And pretty soon, everyone is going to be safe. They are? Sure. We're gonna beat the bad guys. You just wait and see. What's that? That's one of my security monitors. I probably should have been keeping a closer eye on that. Too busy listening to what's going on over comms. Just, just wait here a second while I... Knock, knock! Anybody home? God damn it! Gnarly! Oh, hello, Sienna! I was in the neighborhood and thought I'd drop in to blow your door off its hinges and, you know, have a chat. How did you find me? Oh, that was easy. Remember that little stouch we had in the clinic in Highgate City? 
Yeah, you thought you won that round, didn't you? Well, as it turns out, I plastered a micro-beacon on your neck. See, I was playing a... What do they call it? A long game. Planning ahead. And I must say, it's worked out just perfect. But the checkpoints... Checkpoints are nothing when you've got an army of undead soldiers at your disposal. We got through there no problem. See, the boss wanted me to go on a suicide mission to smash a computer up in some tower, but to be honest, it's not my kind of thing. I much prefer the missions where I don't die, you know? So I decided to come here instead. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about this. Stop right there. I can see what you're trying to do. I'm not doing anything. That's my old gun on the table there, isn't it? The one you stole from me. Is it? And by the look on your face, you'd like nothing more than to pick it up and blow a few holes right through me. Seems only fair, especially since you burned down my workshop. You know, my whole life's work. Oh, that? That was fun, actually. But that doesn't make a square. Not even close. But I can fix that. Don't worry, this ain't the end. I'm gonna stick an implant in your head and bring you back as my little pet. <laughs> How does that sound? What the? Oh, jeez, you scared me after death, you little shit. Hey, Gnarly, don't move. Oh, oh, I see. Nice one. You got the jump on me. Carlita, move out of the way, sweetie. Come on now, let's not be hasty. You lift that gun any higher and you die. I'm not lifting a thing. Drop it. Ha! Make me! Now we're even. And for the record, I would have made a terrible pet. much longer! We have to! There's nowhere left to go! What about further back? Right up against the tower! Ah, uh, lines of sight are no good. They'll swarm us in seconds. Well, we have to do something! Hey, how do I reload this thing? Here, just take this. Thanks. Where are the grenades? We're out! Out of everything? Yeah! Shit! My thoughts exactly. What about burners? Used them in the last wave. We've got no choice but to hold. Give Rust as much time as we can! That's about 30 seconds, tops. Better than nothing. Look out, on your six! Rust, you're coughing up some kind of black gunk, my friend. <laughs> that can't be good. Go to hell. <laughs> you should give that look, Dad. Sure. On my next checkup. <laughs> I thought you'd provide more of a challenge than this, Rust. I thought you'd be stronger, smarter, but you're as worthless as the rest of the filth here in Dockerton. How on earth did you survive all these years with so little going for you? <sighs> I suppose we'll never know. 
cover. Stop. Don't open that. The radiation. I'm going to end this now, Rust. The moment of cleansing is here. You and your friends won't live to see it because you don't deserve to. Crummy asshole. You're right about me, Carver. I'm not the strongest or the smartest, and I'm not the best fighter. But there's one thing I do better than anyone else in this whole goddamn strata. When I fall, I get back up again. And again. And again. And again. Put me down. And now it's your turn to fall. Damn, Millicon. Get away from here, you assholes. Where the hell is that module? Okay, get in there. Come on. Got it. That's it. Green. <laughs> the lights are green. Yes. Ah, shit. Give me a break. <laughs> Tenikov, you found a live one yet? Not one. Nada. How many you counted? I gave up after 200. Yeah, I'm up to 267 and not one of these ghosts are moving. I don't think I need any more proof. Kill switch worked. But how? That missile turned the transmitter into a smoking ruin. Rust inserted the module just in time. Talking seconds to spare, if that. There's no other explanation. Yeah, but he didn't leave himself enough time to climb down again. No. No, he didn't. Is there a... a body down here somewhere? Jimena's out looking, but... there's probably not much of him left. I saw a shadow against the explosion up there, and for a second I thought he might have... Uh, hey, who's this? I think that's Major Caddick. Well, this is one hell of a mess we've got here, isn't it? That tends to happen when you send gunships in to blow shit up, Major. Who are you two? I'm Detective Tenikoff, Dockerton PD. And this, uh, is a colleague of mine. Police? How'd you get through my checkpoints? We never left Dockerton. Been here the whole time. Missed the evacuation window? Something like that. <laughs> it's a miracle you two survived. Yeah. And no thanks to you. What's that supposed to mean? It means we didn't get a lot of help from the outside. You guys cut us off and left us high and dry. There were protocols that had to be followed. Come on, Tenikov. We're wasting our time here. Just a second. 
I was told that the architect of this attack was around here somewhere. You mean Carver? Sure, he's just over there. Good. We'd like some answers. Take a look. Right there. See that big slab of meat impaled on the fence? That's your man. You're welcome to scrape off what's left and check it for a pulse, but I don't like your chances of having a meaningful conversation, if you know what I mean. And I sent through an address in Highgate City to my captain a couple hours ago. Carver's accomplices are probably still there. If you want answers, that's where you should start. Yes, we're looking into it. At the moment, we've got our hands full coordinating the cleanup of this whole mess. There are a lot of scared, hungry, and sick people out there, Major. What are you doing for them? We have med crews at the ready, and they'll be put into action as soon as we've made sure this threat is contained. And how long is that going to take? Listen, I'll need the two of you to stay here. You'll be taken for a full debrief. I'd like to hear about what happened from the perspective of someone who was on the inside. But for now, I have to keep moving. Stay safe, won't you? Yeah, right. Hang around all night talking to these assholes? No thanks. Yeah, I didn't think you'd be into that somehow. And what about you? Are you going to stay for a chat? Yeah, I'll stay. At least I'll be able to give them some accurate information on what really happened here. Trust me, they'll still find a way to twist it and screw up the story. I imagine their version will paint Millicon as mighty heroes who swooped in and saved the day. What about you? Where are you going now? Like I told Major Asshole, people out there are going to need help over the coming weeks. Lots of people. I'll do what I can. And then what? I have no idea. I mean, I don't even know what this place is going to look like in a few weeks. So many things are going to change. Yeah. What about you? I've got a lot of friends to farewell. And a station house to rebuild. To be honest, I'm not even sure where to start. You'll find a way, Tenikoff. If you can make it through this ghost nightmare, you can make it through anything. Yeah, I, uh... Hey, is that a Humana coming this way? Something's going on. Shit, don't tell me. Hey, come quick! I think I found something! can see is white. I never really stopped to consider what an afterlife might be like. The notion of existing beyond my own mortality just never seemed to make much sense. The whole thing was just too abstract and fanciful. But I heard other people talk about their versions of the beyond more than once, and most times they described something just like this something pure and beautiful in its simplicity. A universe where existence was nothing more than purity and light forever, and where pain and suffering were just a memory. The 
world comes into focus. I'm staring at a ceiling, an alabaster roof high up, immaculately clean. In the hazy world of half-consciousness, it had seemed like an endless expanse, a window into the heavens. But now I see it for what it really is. I try to sit up, but can't. Everything feels weird, like I'm floating. Instead, I turn my head. There's a jumble of machine parts on a nearby bench, mangled rotors and scorched alloy, and it all looks strangely familiar. There's more. Medical equipment, empty beds. It seems I'm the only one here. Hello? <coughs> I pull back the bedsheet, and that's when I understand why things feel so weird. My right arm is... it's not there. Shit. And it gets worse. Further down, both of my legs end just below the hip in tattered, shredded metal. Now I realize why that pile of scrap looks so familiar. He's awake. See, I told you. Oh my god. Everyone, come quick. Hey, you guys are okay. <laughs> we're okay. Of course we're okay. We're not the ones who got blown up and launched off the top of a tower. Hey, pal. Nice to see you still kicking. Not your best choice of words with the whole leg situation, see? But good to see you, too. Rest. You had us worried there for a while. Emily, are you okay? Your face. Ah, I took a hit during the fight. I'm fine. Just a bruise. Nothing like what you've been through. Speaking of which, what the hell happened? All I remember is a missile coming in from that sky crusher, and then... Slow down with the questions, huh? Let's get you sitting up first. Emily, get on that side. Yeah, I'm on it. I've got him on this end. Hey, careful with that. Ready? Okay, slide him up here. <clears throat> Better? Yeah, thanks. How you feeling, pal? You still look pretty pale. Well, a minute ago, I thought I was dead. It's an improvement on that, at least. That's the spirit. Any loss of vision? Hearing? I... I don't think so. Considering half of my body is over on that table, and the other half is on this one, I feel okay. We'll need to put him through a full checkup. I'll go and get- Hang on a second. Is someone gonna fill me in on what went down? How did we all end up here? We're still trying to piece it all together, but it looks like you must have jumped as that missile hit the tower. You were knocked clear, and the alloy in your body absorbed most of the blast and the impact from the fall. They found you on the second floor of a building across the street. We found most of you there, at least. Your legs were out on the street, and the arm was too mangled to save. The fact that you're still alive at all is a miracle. Doc says there's no way a normal human body would have survived. Doc? Hollywell. He's the one who patched up what was left of you. We're in his clinic right now. Here in Highgate City. He's here? Why didn't you turn him over to Millicon? The guy's a monster. He saved your life, pal. And he's also the reason thousands of people got ripped apart in the streets of Dockerton. Don't think for a second he's going to escape facing the consequences for that. As soon as you're better, we fully intend to hand him over. Why the hell would you make a deal with him? Because it was the only way to save your life, Rust. 
Where is he now? He's downstairs, working on fabricating some new parts. With enough time, he thinks he'll be able to put together some limbs for you. He'll be good as new. I don't know if I want to be walking around in a body that's got Halliwell stink all over it. The guy makes me sick to my stomach. Still the same old grumpy Russ we all know and love. <laughs> good to have you back, pal. Sorry, I... I don't mean to sound ungrateful. It's fine. You've been through hell. What about the rest of you? Was anyone hurt? We're okay. It was a close call with those ghosts closing in, though. I'm glad you didn't wait any longer to get that module installed. Summers and Tennycuff? Alive and well. It's a good thing they were there. We wouldn't have held on without them. Hey, can we get in the chair yet? I'll go get it. Chair? What's that? How would you like to get up out of that bed? I don't think I'm quite up for a walk just yet. No need to walk when you have this. <laughs> Here, check it out. What is this thing? Hallowell and me put it together. It's a wheelchair. Custom job, just for you. Try it out, Rust. Uh, okay. Here. All together now. Lift! And there you go. How does it feel? Yeah, not too bad, actually. You can accelerate with this stick. I didn't have a lot of choices for the drive system, so I wouldn't recommend hitting the freeway just yet. But it should get you around well enough. Give it a try. Looking good. Yeah, you've got the hang of it already. It's pretty decent, actually. Thanks. Not quite as roomy as the van, of course, but I can't complain. I could rub some sludge oil all over the seat to make it stink real bad. Even if it doesn't feel like the van, it'll smell like it at least. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I almost forgot. I have to show you the plans I'm putting together for my new workshop. I've got a site worked out and everything. Oh, really? Yeah! I'm going to fit it out just the way I always wanted. The design I've come up with is going to blow you away! Are you finally putting in a loading dock big enough for the van? Let me just say, you won't be disappointed. I'll go downstairs and get my diagrams. Be right back. I've been asking her about that for years, you know. Don't you want to hear what I've been doing? Of course I do, kiddo. Tell me all about it. I'm helping to clean and scrub and make things shiny. That sounds nice. She's been helping with the cleanup down in Dockerton. Every day, the three of us, Carlita, Heeman, and me, Take the trip down there to help. The operation is huge. I mean, whole neighborhoods have been wiped out. Do you think Dockerton is going to survive? We'll pull through. We always do. And now that we don't have blood rot to worry about, that's one less problem to solve. Huh? What's the story with blood rot? Remember Hallowell confessed that his research was the cause of it all? The ghosts were the ones spreading the nanites that caused blood rot. Oh yeah. And now the ghosts are out of action. They can't do that anymore. It's not all clear sailing, though. There are still bodies of those ghosts being found every day. They're all over the place. And in a lot of cases, the nanites are still active. That means there's still a risk for anyone helping with the cleanup in Dockerton. You guys have all had the blood rot treatment, though, right? You're safe. We're fine. And Millicon are stepping up with the cleanup as well. There are guys in weird protective suits all over the place. 
People like us are following behind in the second wave. As long as you're being careful. Jimena, should we get Hallowell up here? He said he wanted to be told as soon as Rust was awake so he could do a checkup. Can that, uh, can that wait for a minute? Seeing that guy would mess up a perfectly good reunion. You can't avoid him forever, Rust. I know. Just a few more minutes. That's all I'm asking. I suppose we can give you that. Why don't we eat? You must be hungry, Rust. And Hallowell said we should get you something when you woke up. Now that you mention it, I wouldn't say no to a bite, if it's no problem. <laughs> I'll get right on it. Thanks. Carlita, you go too. You know what Rust likes. I'll get you a surprise. <laughs> Look forward to it. Are you sure you're feeling okay? I'm a bit fuzzy, but honestly, yeah. I feel pretty damn good, all things considered. Hallowell fix up that problem with your... Circulation logic array, I think you called it. The thing that was causing your seizures. Seriously? Yeah. You're not going to drop dead on us after all. He says your condition is stable. Well, that's... That's great. Look, I know you're not happy about having to rely on him. But I hope you understand why we had to do it. Do you trust him, Jimena? Give me the truth. No, I don't. Not entirely. But he understands we've got him under our thumb. No one but us knows he's here, and until he's done what we need, we intend to keep it that way. And what if he steps out of line? He won't. We've got him locked away in a secure lab downstairs, so he can't cause any trouble. Plus, he knows we can turn him into the authorities anytime we want. I'm sure they'd love to talk to him about his role with the ghosts, and the way his tech allowed Carver to do what he did. Hey, what happened to Carver? I remember throwing him off the tower, but... Uh, you threw him? We all thought he must have been knocked off by the explosion. Nah, I lifted him up and gave him the old heave-ho. <laughs> okay, I'm impressed. So did he survive or not? Not a chance. You managed to impale him on a spiky fence thing. To be honest, it was kind of gross. So Carver's gone? He's gone. And what about the others, Gnarly and Hagmire? By the time Millicon made it to the mansion, Hagmire was gone. So was a lot of the equipment. No one's exactly sure where he went. He could be anywhere by now. Here's hoping they find him. And Gnarly? Oh, her? Actually, she got blown away by Sienna, over in the safe house, right about the time we were at the tower. Hang on, what? That makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> Maybe I'll let Sienna tell you that story herself. Um, in the meantime, why don't you head out onto the balcony over there, get some fresh air. I'll go help with the food. Yeah, uh, sure. Oh, and rest. Yeah? It's good to have you back. I sit for a moment and soak up the sights and sounds, the smell of Highgate City. 
The feeling of being alive and the strangeness of being somehow incomplete. In some ways, I feel like the Strata and me have traveled the same path. We've both endured an ordeal unlike anything that's come before, been left broken and tattered, changed forever. And no matter what happens from here, we can't ever be the same again. And yet, somehow, we're still kicking, still fighting on. And now, the path ahead seems like a long one, filled with pain and heartache, and many mountains to cross before the end finally comes into sight. But it's a path I'm willing to tread, no matter how steep and unwieldy it becomes. Because at the end of it, I can see a future out there. One that's worth the journey. Hey Rust, it's ready. Are you coming? Sure, kiddo. I'm on my way. The Strata, Army of One. As you might have guessed, we've come to the end of Season 8. Hope you enjoyed it. I guess the question now is, where to for The Strata? It was always my intention to use the first eight seasons as an introduction of sorts. Establish the world, establish the main characters, and set a platform for what's to come. So the plan from here is for every season now to look a lot more like Season 8. 10 plus episodes, multiple storylines, that kind of thing. So I guess the problem is that these long, complex seasons also come with a lot more upfront costs. So I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to finance this show going forward. Just for some context, over the last three and a half years that I've been working on fiction podcasts, I've spent an average of probably at least 30 hours per week writing, directing, sound engineering and so on. That's over 5,000 hours of work that's gone into this thing, and I haven't personally earned a cent from it. In fact, I've lost money on this production, and this is just the way it is in audio fiction. Aside from a very select few in the industry, none of us independent creators really make any money in this game. And the reason I'm telling you this is that financing a show like The Strata is difficult, and at the moment I'm not going to be able to keep up my previous release schedule. There's going to be a break between seasons from now on. So when is season 9 coming? Soon, hopefully. In terms of the story, there's no problem at all. I've written the next few seasons already, 20 plus episodes. I just have to space things out so that I don't suffocate under the expenses that come along with making audio fiction. So if you're wondering why there's no strata for a while, that's the reason. So with that aside, I do have a few people to thank. Firstly, my wife Nick, who is the unsung hero of the strata. She's the first one to read my scripts and offer feedback. She helps with casting and is the one who's always there encouraging me to keep going. And I wouldn't have made it here without her. Second, I'd like to thank the cast. Dozens of amazingly talented voice actors that I've worked with over the last couple of years. Too many to thank individually, but I'll mention my narrators and my main cast members. Jason Churai as Rust, Rhiannon Marshall as Summers and Marley 
Alisa Maitea as Jimena, Sam Slade as Emily, David Cook as Carver, Luke Wheeler as Tenikoff, Michelle Mosley as Sienna, Trent Trachtenberg as Kavanagh, and many others, as I said, too many to name. And third, I need to thank my patrons. In light of what I said a moment ago about finances, the contribution you guys have made can't be understated. Uh, in all honesty, the Strata would never have made it past maybe season three, maybe season four, without the support of patrons. They've given me not only financial support, but have also sent me DMs and chatted about how much they love the show. Finally, thanks to everyone who has listened to the show over the last couple of years. There's a lot of fiction out there, a lot of different media vying for your attention, and I appreciate you spending your time in this world I've created. I hope I've managed to keep you entertained. So, I've rambled long enough. Season 9 is coming, hopefully soon. In the meantime, I do have a new show starting up that will hopefully give you some fun while you wait. I have mentioned it before, but it's called The Road of Shadows, and I'm really excited about it. I've been working on this one since 2020, three long years, and I'm super happy with the way it's turned out. The cast is phenomenal, and the soundscape is really atmospheric. I went out of my way to make this as immersive as possible, and I think I've succeeded with that. I've had tons of fun building up the lore and the mysteries of the town of Colton, and the rest of this new universe as well. You can find The Road of Shadows on your podcast app, or go to theroadofshadows.com. Until next time, this is Mark R. Healy signing off for Beyond the Dark Productions, and I'll see you next time. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. What kind of woman becomes a pirate? From the makers of Mockery Manor. Violent, insane, not at all comely, and they smell like a couple of dead badgers preserved in cheap rum. Comes an adventure on the high seas. Will you pay extra if I push a little harder? No, oh, no, please. I'm just a writer. I'm writing a book and I would like you to be in it. Inspired by the lives and loves of the pirates Anne Bonny and Mary Reed. You think you know me, Anne? Do you think I never got my hands dirty? Your mind's been so twisted, you think pirates deserve mercy. Did either of you ever meet Blackbeard? Everyone loves a rebel. They love to see him swing, too. Put your weapons away, both of you. Stop it! Read! Oh, Anne and Mary! Fight like men! Or he'll hang like dogs! Starring Christina Bianco, Suze Kempner, Hamilton's Carl Queensborough, and more. Do they have tails? Somebody told me they have tails. Oh, I haven't seen a tail, your ladyship. The Ballad of Anne and Mary. Available now wherever you get podcasts.